What's up, you guys? <laughs> we are back. Hi. Hello. We're we still are, here. We're still here. <laughs> still kicking. Four weeks in a row, baby. <laughs> <laughs> in case you don't know already, we are Moaning Myrtle's Bathroom, a Harry Potter podcast where we moan and groan about all things Harry Potter. Your dog is staring at me like I'm a freak and it's okay. <gasps> I'm Katie. I'm Emily. <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> I know. And yeah, we are back with another fun episode. We're still doing some like games and things. Mm -hmm. So we are back with another fun, random, surprise to each other episode today. Emily, what are we doing today? Today we are playing a game in quotes called Don't Even Get Me Started, which is we have come up with five things each, not told each other, put them in a bowl. We're just going to draw them at random. And we're going to rant. We're going to rant. We're going to rant. <laughs> Which we do all the time, but this is nice. just like a fun excuse. This is like what we made this podcast to do. Basically. Just like complain. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's Moaning so Myrtle's bathroom. That's why we're Moaning Myrtle's that's bathroom. That's why it's perfect. Oh we're my God. in our bathroom. We're in our <laughs> stall. And we are. <laughs> thought you meant literally. And I was going to say, we listen. We are sitting on the I warned you I didn't bathroom. clean my apartment. <laughs> you don't need to be rude. <laughs> no. We're, we're here to complain. We're yeah, here we're to moan and groan. And Give I would like to... Yes. some happiness. I would like to say before you all go moaning and groaning, um, hopefully not, but this episode may sound a little different. Um, we have moved to a new recording device. <laughs> we are recording on a new computer, on a new system. It's all very frightening to me, and I'm going to do my very best. It'll be great. But I just wanted to put that warning out there. If it sounds different, there's a reason, and I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. Katie, yes. before we deep dive into this ranting session, what's flooding your toilet? Um, What's flooding my toilet is something that I feel like may be old news. I don't know <laughs> how long ago it was like announced or released or whatever, but uh, Pottermore is now an app that you can get. Yes. And with that app came... A new and, in quotes, improved voting quiz. Oh. Um, It's not different. It's the same one. And I was really excited to take it because I had seen all these people, like, putting on, like, doing these reviews and being like, oh, my God, the new Sorting Hat quiz on, like, the Pottermore app is so much fun. And, like, I got the house I wanted. And I was, and it's, like, supposedly very interactive. Here's what I heard about this as I was just like perusing the internet today. I saw that there was an AR sorting hat experience, a- but that's all that I saw. Oh, I have not heard about that. And I assume that this augmented reality is just I put my phone on top of my head and the sorting hat is on the phone screen. Well, it, it does It does have a filter that um, lets you take a selfie so that it looks like the sorting hat is on you. So I did take my selfie. My reality has been augmented. Signed, checked, sealed, delivered. <laughs> so now I have a picture of me looking like I'm wearing the sorting hat, and it's very exciting. Well, but the quiz itself is like the exact same questions. Did you still get Hufflepuff? I did still get Hufflepuff. Okay. Yes, so it's still accurate. Why would they allow you to do it if you've already been sorted? I get it for, like, new people. So you can get the experience of doing it on the app, I guess. Because I think their, like, goal for it was to make it more, like, interactive. 
But interactive means that you are um, swiping left or right on your responses <laughs> instead of clicking something. Um, okay, so if they wanted to do that, how about fuck off and just keep what the original website was like so I get to click through illustrations of all my favorite books. Yeah, and like pretend I'm actually at Hogwarts. You know, like right. it was. I know. That was fun back when the website was like that. And then you just like had to click around on stuff and then all of a sudden you'd get some like <gasps> a backstory on McGonagall. I clicked something and I I won this. Yeah, that was cool. I wish Pottermore was still like that. And it's not like they didn't stop because all those illustrations are now in my enhanced iTunes iBooks versions of the of the Harry Potter novels. Yeah. So it's not like they didn't just like finish it or whatever. They just decided to stop doing that, which I thought was yeah, but I Garbo. thought it was fun, like, even just how, like, you could, like, go to potions class and, like, actually, like, yes. do a potion. Or I was really could... bad at it. I was really bad at it, too, but it was still fun <laughs> it was to, fun. like, try. <laughs> and to just, like, look around all these different spaces and look for, like, chocolate frog cards and, like, coins yes. on the floor. I and, loved it. And stuff. I thought that was really fun. So, so I'm what, sad they got rid of what else is what else is new on this app besides swiping? It's, it's literally just, like, Pottermore on an app. It's it's like you can read articles and it's it's nothing different. It's literally the same website. It, so there's from, no information about Horcruxes or made yet. No. Then I'm out. Like, <laughs> let me pull it up really quickly and see if I can like find something. I have downloaded it, but have not made my like Wizarding World passport or whatever to be yeah, able to that's get on. Part of it. So I have to do that and then then I can continue. It's the Wizarding World app. Yes, but it's I, downloaded, I but not touched. Welcome, welcome. Tap to explore. Yeah, it's just like news, features, quizzes, wizarding weeklies, featured topics. Well, so it's like it's it's now Pottermore on the go is what it is. It does say coming soon. Explore a variety of treats and offers. I don't know what that will be. <laughs> variety of treats and I offers. get to refigure out what my Patronus and Wand is too. I just don't well, think they the have fuck? that like up on here yet. Like, I don't want to refigure itself. it out. I like my stuff. What if it's different? I know. I like my Patronus. I thought it was a really good one for me. So I'm going to be upset if it's something different unless it's a dog. Yeah. So. Wow. I don't wow. know. So it's like basically it's just like cool now I can have Pottermore in my pocket instead of having to wait until I can go home and like open up my and that's that's what it is. Even then, I did Pottermore just on the app route, like on the browser. Right. I just did it on my phone still. Yeah. All right, Pottermore. So impress me. But that's that's what's flooding my toilet. Is that like I was really excited to hear that this like new sorting yeah. quiz was coming, and then it just turned out to be like the same thing. And I was like, well, just swiping. That's, that's great. So, anyways, what is flooding your toilet this week, Emily? Screen Rant is always up my ass. Oh, God. This is the truth. This is a real and true thing. Faithful listeners, um, my faithful servants will know that I <laughs> that I um, I almost threw hands um, at Screen Rant because for April Fools, which I did not realize was happening on the day we were recording or whatever, mm-hmm. I saw that they talked about casting someone to play Tom Riddle in Fantastic Beasts, and I almost threw up. And then I saw that it was fake, and then I and then I got really mad. Very and Katie witnessed this. I it got was a so scary angry. moment. Red in the face. I was so pissed. Anyway, Screen Rant's always pissing me off. What did they post today? Ten meanest things Hufflepuffs ever did. Oh. 
please. Okay. You're going to shit your pants. Everybody get ready. It's just, is it just a list of like Zachariah Smith? <laughs> I am ready to do <laughs> like debunk all of these. Here's, here's their little opening number. Poor Hufflepuff. Despite the fact that most Hufflepuff students are notorious for being kind and considerate, Hufflepuff still often gets the shorthand of the stick. Their house is commonly considered a joke due to not being known for bravery, cunning, or intelligence like other houses. Even main characters in Harry Potter typically believe Hufflepuffs are somewhat beneath the other houses and considered less skilled or worthy. Excuse me for rather being kind to people than, like, proving I'm smarter than them. We know that's not true. Screen rant, don't start with me. (laughs) And then they say, there have been plenty of clever witches and wizards in Hufflepuff, blah, blah, blah. However, as if just to show the range of Hufflepuffs, they have been responsible for some surprisingly mean acts. And here are the top ten. Are you ready? No. Number ten. The Hufflepuffs turned against Harry and Goblet of Fire. Duh! Of course they did. This is their one shining moment. And Harry Potter has to come in here and ruin it? How you literally dare. opened this article by saying that, like, no one ever pays attention to Hufflepuff. <laughs> and now you're like, how dare they get mad at Harry because he's outshining their star. Yeah. Awful ridiculous. Number it. nine. Ernie McMillan spread rumors about Harry being the heir of Slytherin. I can hop on that a little bit. Ernie McMillan is a big fucking mouth. Yeah, I don't like Ernie McMillan. He but deserves also, to get one smacked. of their house members had just gotten petrified. True. So I understand that they were like scared. This one defensive. I this one I can't really you know, get behind. No. Number eight, Zachariah Smith is a jerk who bails on the final battle. Now listen, we've talked about this, me personally, whenever we have gotten in big discussions about Peter Pettigrew, Mm -hmm. but I'm a chicken and a coward. Mm -hmm. And I can't super blame him. No, I can't either. (laughs) But he is a big dick and I don't like him. Like, you're going into a situation where you know that people are going to be dying. So, like, you can't blame people for running away if they don't want to fight. I know. Why? I can't say that I would have fought in World War II. Right. Just because it was the one acceptable one, I guess. I also even wanted to go be, like, a nurse. <laughs> no! <laughs> you think, I, I can't. I don't want to saw off people's, like, broken legs. I'm a chicken and a baby. I'm going to college. Right. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, number seven. Now, this one is crazy, and I'm oh, going to no. read to you what they say because it's nuts. Oh, God. Is it about Cedric? No, not yet. Oh, God. Depending on who you ask, depending on who you ask, Helga Hufflepuff initiated house elf enslavement at Hogwarts. How do they even reason that out? (laughs) If you're someone who thinks in similar fashion to Hermione Granger, you may believe that Helga Hufflepuff's decision to implement house elf employment at Hogwarts was an unkind action. In truth, Helga did it so that the elves would have stable employment with benevolent employers, but still, to some, it might seem like a number, another form of indentured servitude due to lack of house elf rights. I didn't even, okay, is it true that she did that? <laughs> I don't know! I don't know! I think you're scraping the very bottom of the barrel with that one. <laughs> and also, though, like, the house elves like it. <laughs> And they get treated well there. They don't have, like, abusive owners like the Malfoys did with Dobby. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they get treated well. <laughs> and they like it there. Number six. 
Justin Finch Fletchley fuels the rumor that Harry is evil. That boy got attacked almost by a snake and thought that Harold was doing it. I yeah. think he's okay for a second. I think so, too. Plus, he apologizes when he oh, realized he sure that it was did. wrong. He sure did. All right, now this one's crazy. Professor Sprout devised a devil's snare to protect the sorcerer's stone. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Snape tried to burn people alive. So. <laughs> okay. If you read a first-year school book, you will learn how to defeat the devil's snare. <laughs> <laughs> These are just starting to get crazier and crazier. I hope you're ready for this. Oh, God. The top ten meanest things Hufflepuffs ever did. Number four, Cedric dates Cho before Harry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pardon me. I'm sorry, it's high school. <laughs> Number three, the fat friar was partially responsible for inflicting peeves on everyone. Why is that? Because he's too nice to peeves. He's not keeping him in line like the other ghosts do. The only ghost that keeps him in line is the bloody Baron. <laughs> That's the only one he answers to. Oh my god. Number two. The Hufflepuff common room has a curious anti-intruder device. This is the one with, um, I don't remember if you all remember this from Pottermore, but everybody open your apps and go read about the common room. In order to gain access, you have to tap out a precise code on the right barrel where they stack up. If you tap the wrong amount of times or on the wrong barrel, you get greeted with a face full of vinegar. Or by the kitchen. I mean, I think you deserve it. It's like when you are careless with your iPhone. Yeah. And you get locked out for a minute. Right. Some vinegar to the face. Yeah. <laughs> the meanest. Okay, now number one, you're gonna get you're gonna get mad. This is a little precursor. This is a little mini don't get me started. Oh my god. Number one is Cedric Diggory became a Death Eater. <laughs> In an alternate universe. In a book? They're like, who cares? That's not even really part of the series. That's not really canon. I was really tempted to put Cursed Child down as one of our don't even get me started <laughs> subjects, but then I was like, we did an entire episode about that We're play. gonna do another entire episode about this play. Right. Teaser. <laughs> oh god <laughs> but yeah that is ridiculous i want to rip my hair <laughs> absolutely crazy so these were the top 10 meanest things that screen rant shoved into my butthole diggory became a death eater <laughs> so did sever snape but y'all want to make out with him <laughs> so that was what was flooding my toilet today because it's just as i was like looking around to see like oh is there been any news has there been anything and I saw that and I got so mad because I think I can officially name Screen Rant as my mortal enemy. Yeah. My nemesis. I hope all of your floods come from Screen Rant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to. <laughs> I hate funny. them. Fuck off, Screen Rant. Fuck off, Screen Rant. the best house and you all know it. <laughs> Why are they just targeting me specifically to be so mean all the time? I hate it. Okay. All right. Well, should we get into it? Yeah. Um, why don't you take first? I take first? Yeah. Okay. I'm very pumped. Okay. Don't even get me started. 
about people saying the Dursleys abuse Harry because of the Horcrux. Okay. This is one of mine. This is the worst DMV. (laughs) The worst? Worse than Ron being Dumbledore? (laughs) Worse than Hagrid not being able to have children? Worse than Mrs. Norris being Filch's wife? I gotta listen to that one again. I know, that one is so funny. (laughs) Okay, but yeah, that's not true. (laughs) Because, like, I feel like the biggest piece of evidence about that is that, like, I'm gonna try not to get really riled up and scream. She's got evidence. Is because, like, under that logic, then literally every person that Harry ever interacts with would, like, treat him like shit. Yes. Right? Yeah. Why why did his friends like him? (laughs) Who knows? Because he's famous. That's it. No, I, I get I get really mad about that one. I'm like, they're awful people. Yeah, the Dursleys are bad to Harry because they are bad people. Look how they, they treat their son. Mom. That's bad, too. Yeah. Two extreme levels of abuse. It's no good. It's, yeah, it's not like they were bad-mouthing the Potters just because of a horcrux. Right, yeah. Like, they didn't like his parents. They were, like, treating them like shit or talking shit about them. Mm-hmm. And they treat, like, Dumbledore badly and Hagrid badly when, like, they come to see Harry and, like, the Weasleys when they pick him up in the fourth book. Like, they're rude to everyone that has a magical ability. They're racist little fucks. Yeah. (laughs) I'm full of swears tonight. Yeah, I really, really hate that. I do, too. It really gets me feeling nasty. No. I know. Same. I just think it's like, why are you trying to, like, whoa. It's like you're trying to be so clever by being like, oh, I put this finger on this thing. This is why it is the way it is. And it's like, no, it's not. But why are you trying to, like, excuse their actions? Like, justify why they were so terrible. They're just bad people. They're just bad people. I feel like even in their world, like, even if Harry wasn't a part of their world, like, McGonagall thought they were bad just when she was, like, observing them for a day before Harry got to, like, live with them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And just, like, the way that Vernon, like, treated people at, like, work and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that whole, like, first chapter where it's just from his perspective or whatever for that little bit. Yeah, it's like, they're not nice. No. If they don't love you, they treat you like shit. (laughs) That's true. That's just them. No, I hate that one. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Good day. (laughs) Good day. Sorry if you guys believe that, but I think it's bogus. Oh, this is one of mine. Don't even get me started on robes in the movies. Oh, God. I almost put this as one of mine. I'm happy I didn't. (laughs) They are wizards. Don't even get me started. And here's the thing, too. A lot of the robes that I see, I'm not a fan of. No! Voldemort. Voldemort. I was watching Chamber of Secrets last night when I got home from work. I just kind of, like, put it on in the background. I wasn't really paying attention to it, but I, I believe did. you didn't send me pictures of my husband. I didn't get that far. I shut oh. it off, like, halfway through because <laughs> I was tired and it was late. But <laughs> movie, I, I will probably Five hours it. long. I know. I'll probably finish it, and then I will send you pictures of him. <laughs> but I was, I happened to look up at the screen at the moment where they're all, like, getting ready to go to Diagon Alley with, like, the flu powder stuff, and, like, literally every person in that scene is, like, wearing robes the way that I feel like they should be done. Even just, like, the little cloaks are so good to Yeah, me. like, I, you I love that. that look. I've heard people argue, like, oh, well, the reason they're not wearing robes is because they're, they have to, like, run around, 
a lot and like do these like action things and it would be hard to do that if you're wearing like a dress and i'm like i only accept them not wearing robes in book seven yes they're at school. Yeah, I accept them, like, not wearing them if they're, like, in the muggle world. Yeah, vacation Or, like, on vacation and, like, during the summer. But, like, when they're at school, especially, yeah. like, the or just, like, teachers. hanging out in the common room or whatever. Yes, I want all the adults to at least. Yeah, like, it makes me upset in the later movies when, like, even when you see, like, Molly and Arthur, it's, like, they're wearing muggle clothing. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, around the borough and, like, at Grimald Place when they're there in Order of the Phoenix. And it's, like... These are like purebloods. Everybody's wearing fucking suits. They don't know how to wear muggle clothes. I can't. I don't, yeah, I get I get mad. I think I, I really like, like, how they did a lot of the ministry stuff. Like, how they made it, like, suits, but they're still robes. But they're, like, flowy. I really like that. I thought I that was, like, a perfect good. way to do it. But everybody's wearing fucking suits all the GD time I know. in these movies. And I'm sick of it, Draco Malfoy. What the fuck are you with a briefcase? You're 16. God. I can't stand. I will al- I will allow and accept those later hosen. But that's it. Because <laughs> he's fashion. <laughs> that's it. Well, it's like you look at like, I mean, Lucius Malfoy is like a pureblood and proud, you know? So like why the hell would he let his son walk around wearing I clothing? I know. There's no way. One is No seat. way. Just like I don't care that creative. it's like easier for people to move in regular clothes. Like they can deal with it. Or like like you say, like they they can like design them in a way that it's not like covering their legs so they're like tripping all over stuff, you know? Yeah. Doesn't need to be. It's like wearing a bathrobe. Yeah. Just don't make it go all the way to the floor. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it unless you want hard. to. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't agree. like it. And they're I wizards. think about the Yule ball too. Yes. The girls. I was, I'm, like, pleasantly surprised whenever I watch that movie at, um, like, the boys' dress robes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they're still kind of, like, robes. This is fun and cool. Right. Girls, though, prom dresses. prom dresses. They all wore the same silver 2002 prom dress. Right. Just, like, a satiny, just bad. Yeah. <laughs> just bad. All bad. Put them in robes. They're wizards. Just put them in That's robes. That's their uniform. And I'm so... I'm always going to be mad about these, this purple suit. The one time there was a suit. I know. It was, like, designed nicely. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that I didn't get to see it. I, we didn't get to see the color. I just... And, like, even in a more, like... This is the thing with... This is the thing with Jude Law. Not him specifically or his beautiful butt. But he, it's like back in the day even more. Like they're even more separated. Right. Grindelwald! Like why are you, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) They're even more separated. So like why are you not wearing robes? Yeah, I accept it again when he goes to like meet Newt out in like London. Like that's fine, whatever. If you want him to wear a suit, wear a suit. But like in his classroom? Yes. I think that's bull. I hate that. I can appreciate what they're doing, like, out in the muggle world in those movies. Just beautiful coats. Gorgeous coats! Although it would be kind of fun if they showed, like, how wizards don't understand muggle clothing and made them wear, like, ridiculous stuff sometimes. You know? Like, made, like, Mr. Weasley or 
someone who is like super used to pure blood mm-hmm. ways like go out in the muggle world and like wear a dress or something i don't know <laughs> like something that's not common for or like a nice healthy weird. breeze around my private space yeah i i okay this is this is what gets me peeved I don't like that we're not seeing robes in places where there is no excuse for them to not be wearing robes. So like in the Harry Potter movies, mm-hmm. while they're at school, mm-hmm. I want to see robes. Yeah, it's their uniform, and I know that like they do wear them more often than I think. But at the same time, it's like they're just like British boarding school outfits, and they're not wearing the robes a lot of the time. Yeah, so it's not the full uniform, and I don't appreciate it. The first Fantastic Beast movie, got it, loved it, understood it. There's, like, zero separation because it's too tightly packed in New York. Yeah. I'm sure that you see people in robes out in the wizard corn hicks of Nebraska where everybody's all... Why do I say that like we're not that far away? We're in the Midwest. I I know. (laughs) But, you know, I assume in more, like, rural areas where there's space, you're going to see more of a difference. But it was packed tight New York City. There's no separate whatever. So, like, of course. But the second one, they literally go into secret wizard Paris. Yeah. So I should be seeing fucking robes. I don't need to be looking at coats all the time. Yeah. If I'm not, if I'm not looking at the coat that won an Oscar, then I don't want to be looking at any fucking coats. Right. Bring back Colin Farrell. Well, and I feel like even, I mean, like... Yeah, the later Hosen was great, but I feel like even that doesn't make sense because especially for Grindelwald, no. who literally like wants to show Muggles that there are wizards about, why not dress like a wizard? He's dressed. You don't even have to say anything. You can just like go out in public and be like, "Look, I'm wearing a robe." He is dressed a little crazy though. He is, but not like a wizard, just like a psycho person. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like a homosexual, but <laughs> I mean that too. <laughs> Both of those things can be Hence true. the later hosen. <laughs> Hence the leather later hosen. Oh my god, what a babe. He wears an ascot underneath the shirt that is open too far. Johnny this Depp. is just turning into a conversation about Grindelwald's girl. I love his costuming. <laughs> I know, he looks so good. Okay. <laughs> Bottom line of this, they need to wear robes in the remakes. <laughs> and I need them to be good. And I need them to look uh, good. Because we've talked about Voldemort's robes already. Yeah. But oh my god, they're trash. I just want good robes. I don't just want robes. I want good robes. Give me everybody wearing um, Voldemort graveyard robes all the time. <laughs> just, just drama. Oh my god. Okay, take one. Okay. Oh, this is one of mine. <gasps> don't even get me started on the recasting of Dumbledore in the movies. Ooh, <laughs> I stand by it. I really think that they should have still just gone with Ian McKellen. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, I've heard it both ways. I've heard some people say that it was because he hated Richard Harris, and I've heard other people say it was because he was best friends with Richard Harris. I have heard that Richard Harris hated him, so out okay. of respect for him, he didn't take the part. Gotcha. Okay, well, there was some kind of weird connection between the yeah. two of them that made him not want to do it. I mean, it... it makes me feel a little okay to know that they offered him the role. Yeah. I just, I don't think Michael Gammon is a good Dumbledore. There, I said it. And oh, I, I think most Like, you never, like, I we've know. been dancing around the issue for months. I feel like that's, like, of all the, like, opinions in the Harry Potter fandom, I feel like that is generally one that people agree on. 
is that Richard Harris was the better Dumbledore. Like, I feel like I don't see a lot of people arguing. I've seen some people really argue that Michael Gambon is not only a good Dumbledore, but better. I don't like that. (laughs) I don't don't think he's even good. I think even if he had played Dumbledore from the beginning of the series, I would be like, he's not There are scenes that are passable. Yes. And that's the best I can say about him. But there are also scenes that are really bad. Like, oh, terrible bad. And I'm not going to name names, Goblet of Fire, but, like, there are so many bad ones. I literally forgot about the scene with him um, in Prisoner of Azkaban. That gets you so mad. When he hits Ron's leg in the hospital. Oh, my God. Teeth are clenched. Eyes are <laughs> wild. I hate that scene. I hate it. And, like, of course, the one everyone goes to is, like, the, like, yelling at Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Yes. Terrible. And he yells a lot in the Order of the Phoenix, too. There's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of screaming. No calm, twinkling, quiet storm. There's nothing. Ever. Maybe a little, little bit in Half-Blood Prince. Eh. I don't know. But still bad. And the King's Cross scene is bad. Yeah. He's... We, I feel like we've said this before. He's very harsh. He's so harsh. He's very harsh. And that's not what Dumbledore is like. Not at this point in his life. Yeah, I don't know. And while I was like looking up ideas for this podcast, I didn't. I don't think I even knew this, but I think it's because Michael Gammon never read the books. I think we've talked about that before. Have we talked about that yeah. before? I was forgetting that. I knew that the director of the fourth movie never read the book, yeah. and that's why that movie sucks. I didn't know that Michael Gammon had never read the books. That's stupid. Like, how else are you going to get to know your character? I know. Then, like, reading the original text. At least read Spark Notes. Yeah. That existed. I just, I feel like we get so many good Dumbledore moments in the books that are, like, so fun to I just fall see in love with him this, when like, I read these books. Yeah, I know, I do too, because he's just, like, this, like, bumbling little cute old guy. But and then like, he's a badass. But then he's also a badass. Like, in the end of Goblet of Fire, when he's, like, pissed yeah. at Barty Crouch. He's tight. But even then, like, he's not, like, yelling at him. He's just, like, furious, but, like, and cold, but, like, quiet. I know. You know? I love it. It's, like, silent anger. I remember us talking about how, like, even though there's, like, some pretty heinous actions going on in the first three books with him, mm-hmm. like, you're just, like, Damn it, I like him. Right. I know. And I know we're going to get so more charming. of those in, like, the books as we continue throughout, like, our book club. But, like, that just gets lost with Michael Gambon. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. I feel like the King's Cross scene should have been a thousand times better. Do you think we'll end up saying that Jude Law is better than Richard Harris? I don't know. I feel like There's it's so a hard third to Dumbledore compare. Now. There is a third Dumbledore, and I feel like it's so hard to compare because they're playing Dumbledore at very different points in his life, and yeah. he's a very different person in Fantastic Beasts than he is in Harry Potter. Can I say this, though? Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not uh, the fault of anyone involved because, number one, these were the first two movies. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of info out there. What are you going to do? He's just like, he's fucking Dumbledore. What are you going to do? Yeah. But I just, the the... The inner turmoil that Jude Law brings to the table mm-hmm. is so right and tight to it me. It is so good. Yes, I know. I can't. It's so good. It's He plays it very well. So good. Oh, and the little one. We're also going to have flashback, Dumbledore. Oh, that's true. 
He looks good. I feel like I always focus on, like, Jamie Campbell Bauer when you see them together. I know, because he has we'll an orgasm well on screen. Like, plays him. I, I think that he looks really good. I think he's cute. I think he looks really good. I'm excited to see how he actually, like, plays the role mm-hmm. when we see those scenes. Because right now we've just seen pictures, basically. Mm-hmm. But... Ah! Okay. I'm excited. This turned into, like, getting pumped. When we're really supposed to be now. <laughs> well, Michael Gammon sucks. Michael Gammon sucks. We'll end it there. Ooh, Katie. Don't even get me started on fat shaming in Harry Potter. Katie. When did we talk about this? I'm trying to remember. I feel like we talked about it very, very, very briefly. I feel like it was in it had to have been Sorcerer's in Stone or Chamber, Chamber of Secrets. In the very beginning of like mm-hmm. our book club. But I thought it was worth bringing up again. Yes. So we could talk more in depth about it. Because I feel like we just like skimmed over it a little bit. Really, truly. But I we're mainly talking about the Dursleys. Because I think they are the characters that are like... They're oh, really vilified. Vilified, but for being fat. Yeah, that's like a huge part of like how awful and disgusting... Yeah, because they're shown as being very, like, gluttonous and lazy Mm -hmm. and mean. Like, bullies. Yeah. Like, beating up people. And they're these, like, big, beefy I'm interested in seeing when we start Order of the Phoenix, there is a transformation that takes place with Dudley. And I'm interested to see exactly how that is written. Because I remember it being a real deal thing of, like, it being said that, like, he's turned at least some of his fat into muscle because yeah. he's been into, like, weightlifting and stuff. Right. So I'm interested to see how that goes because I remember, like, one of the things that I remember is um, his ass going over either side of the chair. I was just going to say that, yeah. yeah, I remember her saying that, like, he didn't fit on a chair. Yeah. And Harry saying he looks like a pig in a wig in the <laughs> first book. <laughs> the Pork Family Project. <laughs> I just watched Wizard People. I just watched Wizard People recently, and I all the names that they had for them. I laugh at it. Can we rewatch that scene, please? Yes, God, I love it so much. But you know, it's like I I laugh at all the jokes, even though like I am like, oh yeah, this is it. It's a big deal, and I think it's like fine and funny, but it's it's that she does it a lot. It's it's like listen, like that's not the only thing that makes them bad. But it, it just like it adds to the the villainization. Yeah, it like, pa- it, it, it like paints the picture of them yeah. as being like grotesque. And she's constantly bringing up their weight. Like it's not like it's just like something that she said in the first book and then never focuses yeah. on again. It's like it, it keeps recurring. All we the can time. talk about Neville too. Is that he's cowardly when he's yeah, and he's like heavy. a very plump. He's not like as no, bad as he's the Dursleys, not. He's, he's not he's, obese, like, but he is a little fat. Yeah. He's, he's fat, and so yeah. then it's like when when we do see him again being heroic, they she does describe him as, lost, as having lost weight, yeah, too. Definitely. So. And even Molly a little bit, too, with like them describing her as like plump. Yes. Also. And that's something that Draco Malfoy says. Yeah. <laughs> One he, of his yo mama also, jokes. It's like also <laughs> like people who think highly of themselves like make fun of people for being fat. Yes. It's like she had seven children. Leave her alone. <laughs> She had a thousand children. I'm sorry that, like, she's carrying some leftover baby weight. Yeah. Also, sounds like they make good food over there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and what exercise? You fucking fly and apparate and use flu powder. I'm yeah. surprised not every wizard. I know. 
I don't know. Is Fudge described as portly? I think he is. Hmm. Or Hagrid. I mean, part of him is just being, like, large, large in size in general, like, very tall. But I feel like but maybe he's, it's just the movies who, like, make him also be kind of, like, heavy set. As no, well. I think that that's part of it. But, like, he is all, he's kind of meant to be seen as a little bit of an idiot who, like, can't keep his mouth yeah. shut and who, like, has a drinking problem. Yeah, the alcoholic thing is pretty And crazy. Umbridge, too. Umbridge and Slughorn. Yeah. Slughorn mm-hmm. is one of the biggest, along with the Dursleys, that we hear He's about. He's very round. Written as being very round. Yes. And Umbridge looking like a toad. Yes. Short, fat, looks like a toad. Yeah. So it's just, like, I mean, you can maybe argue that, like, Molly is, like, a good character but despite that's, her weight. But I don't, it's still something I don't that even is like, think that, like, her weight is, like, really, I don't know that it, like, goes toward it like that because she isn't, but she is, I think it goes into her being, like, a, a mom archetype. Like, it's mm-hmm. just her, like, her issue with writing women right. is that that's just, like the mom thing the very as opposed to like what we see like okay so who's another mom that we do see quite a lot of is narcissa who's very pointed Mm -hmm. and thin and sharp Mm -hmm. right so i think you know it's Mm -hmm. just like the classic like (laughs) i feel like mrs potts yeah i was about to say mrs teacup mrs teacup (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's almost kind of like a grandmotherly mom Mother you know, Goose. Mother Goose. Very nurturing yeah. type of mom. I'm trying to think who With, else... like, the cozy kitchen and the warm yeah. house that always smells like food. Yeah. You know? But they're not described as, like... This is... And the same with Neville. So, like, they're not described as, like, obese or, like, incredibly large. They're, like, comfortably plump, which I think is acceptable. Yes. It's, like, soft and kind. But there's a threshold. <laughs> Yeah, so. but it's, like, the, the characters who are written to be, like, excessively fat, like, to be obese are people who, I mean, Slughorn isn't, like, a villain, but people generally don't like him. Well, I don't think he's written to be liked. Yeah, and, like, Umbridge and the Dursleys are actual, like, bad, bad people. Yes. Like, Umbridge especially is written to be a villain. The Dursleys are written to be, like, abusive relatives. Yes. So it's, like, they, they don't have anything likable about them at all. Mm-hmm. Dudley, maybe, in the end. He gets a little bit of a redemption. Yeah. But not much. It's tough. It's tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I just... Wow, that was a good one. I totally forgot that we had talked about that. Yeah. Nicely done. I just don't like how much she focuses on their appearance. Because I feel like other characters, she doesn't focus on their appearance yeah. that much. At least not their body size. She focuses mm-hmm. on, like... Their, their hair color. Like, she focuses on Harry's eyes a lot, and she focuses on, like, Hermione's bushy hair. Yeah. But she doesn't focus on, like, their size. Something that yeah. can be considered, like, unhealthy. Or everybody like, else is just, like, appearance. skinny. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else is just assumed, like, normal. Like, everyone else, like, when she mentions something about their appearance, it's, like, something they don't have control over. You know? It's, yeah. it's just like a, oh, you have black hair. Or, oh, you have green eyes. You can't change that. I don't really remember, but I feel like maybe it was just in my head. <laughs> but I feel like Myrtle was also maybe described. I mean, she's I described mean, as unattractive. Yeah. But I don't know if they described her as chubs. Or, like, Eloise Miggins. Isn't that yes. Supposed to be a little bit oh, chubby? my God, and Millicent Bulstrode. Yeah. The brick wall of a woman. 
Maybe that's what brought that conversation on. I think that that's what it was. I was, yeah, I remember getting fussy about, mm-hmm. about that. I don't know. Yeah, I think, because what are the, what are the times that we, like, hear about Slytherin girls is that they're ugly. Right. <laughs> Inside and out, Pansy Parkinson. Pug face. Pug face. Which is really interesting because I feel like I learned in, like, a class in college once that in, like, Disney movies, fat characters also tend to be villains. Like, you look at, like, Ursula or you look at Governor Ratcliffe. Like, it's, like, fat people, like, that's a really common stereotype that goes with them. Or, from the point of, like, Neville or Molly, they also tend to be very, like, silly. Like, the fat crocodile in Princess and the Frog or, like, um... The fairy godmother, you know, like they're very, mm-hmm. like you never, you never see a fat character be like a, a hero. In I a was story, gonna say too. You know? I thought when you were saying Pugface, I immediately thought Anastasia, the stepsister. Uh huh. Yeah, her too, with like the big feet and stuff. But she's got a, she's got a push up nose. I think nose. you see that. You yeah. see the like kind of fat, fat nose, pug nose, whatever. So it's just, it's like. Villains or bad characters always have to have something about ugly. their appearance that yeah. makes them ugly. And the most common thing, I guess, is being fat. Even though I don't think being fat makes someone ugly at all. No, I don't think any of this makes anybody ugly. But no, it is like that's but, what it is, though. Yeah. And I wonder, like, what you know. You think about it. You know, not that it's like the world's best excuse or whatever. But like, I accept. I accept a lot of what was going on. Um. But like, what would this? How diverse would this series look if it was written now, mm-hmm. as opposed to the 90s? Right. I don't know. I would hope that she would have more women in it, first of all, and more characters of color, and write them in, like, a good light. Yeah. But you know but what? And also, like, not shaming people's body types. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think that that is such, it's, like, such a powerful, like, visualization Yeah. thing, like, for writing. I mean, I, I never was really you know like I didn't take like any creative writing or like English whatever courses but like yeah, I'm sure that this is like big stuff about how like how to write or mm-hmm. whatever like you know you got to make like strong images of your of your characters yeah which but is I great, think even but though like... you I don't even even when you do do that it's like they're not gonna get seen that way and when you get your big movie deal they're not gonna get cast that way I, I just like Katniss I feel like it's not like a skinny white girl right in the hunger games yet here we go here we go (laughs) you know that's what i think of a lot that one was big to me when Mm -hmm. i was reading that book i was like oh she does because i saw the movies first Mm -hmm. and then i read the books i was like oh she's not described she does not look like jennifer lawrence (laughs) right (laughs) and like i understand like having to like provide detail about what characters look like but i feel like you can do that without describing their like body type you know like i don't know i mean it's like important but it's like do all the villains need to be obese right not all the villains but do all the obese people need to be villains i guess is the do all question. the obese villain or all the obese people need to like not be heroes yeah how would the series have been different if like one of the golden trio members was like fat you know yeah yeah i don't know it's interesting. I know you see a lot of people, like, changing that in, like, fan art. Right. And, like, fan-made things. And honestly, here's what I will say just about that question that I posed. is like, you think, oh, look, but look what she's doing now. Like, Cursed Child, like, um, Hermione is black. But I don't think if she was writing it today, Hermione would be black. I think that's only because 
other people put that out there, and mm-hmm. she liked it. But right. I don't know that that would come Naturally straight from her. her. No, I don't think so. Because uh, I think she sees herself as Hermione. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> All right, is it my turn yes. to draw the next one? Okay. Don't even get me started on Hermione and Ginny's self-inserts in fanfic. No, oh, this one was mine. This is yours. And I'm not, okay. Here's what I'll, like, go ahead and say. Because fanfiction is for you, yourself, and yours. And if other people like it, then goody and exciting. I, it's not all for me. Nobody has to please me. But here's what I get fussy about is that I, I just see them completely, like, stripped, ripped of any character. Just so that it's, like, an easy Mm self-insert to, like, you know, put yourself in the place of getting with whatever hot Harry Potter guy you want to get with. Which, I think we've talked about this before, and I don't know if it was our, like, Harry Potter tag or something, but I remember we were talking about, um, like, the differences between Hermione and Ginny. Like, what, like, who you want paired with a character that you like. Mm -hmm. Like, do you want it to be, like super smart, sexy, always knows what's going on kind of thing, because then you're Hermione, but then do you want to kind of be the badass, like, tomboy who can, like, rib with the best of them or whatever, then you pick Ginny, and it's just like, who do you feel you're more like, and then you self-insert with it. I just, I get, I get sad, because I think there's a lot, and especially, like, I'm not, I'm not young, and I'm not into, like, real people fiction, so I don't use Wattpad. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like there is a thriving community there where people do um, self, just plain self-insert your name, OC, whatever, like, with a character, and I think that that's, like, so great. Yeah. And I don't, what I don't appreciate about it is, like, when it, when it's, like, Hermione and Ginny being, like, gutted. Right. And just, like, put out there. I feel like I don't like it clogging the tag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to read, like, good stuff because I like them. So I want to read, like, stuff with them. And it's different to me of, like, I'm really, like, trying to save my own ass here because I don't want to make people yeah. feel bad about their fan fiction. But I, I just, like, you know, it's different to, like, interpret a character and how they're different as they grow or how they are in, like, an alternate universe or, like, whatever, but, like, still kind of fundamentally being that character. But I hate the I hate the porn versions of Hermione and Ginny. I know. <laughs> so don't even get me started. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I, I feel like there are a lot of don't-get-me-started topics that we could do about fan fiction. Oh, truly. Honestly. I, I think feel like I, my yeah. biggest thing about Hermione is, like, I hate how she is shits with, like, virtually everybody in Harry Potter. Fandom bike. Yeah, because she, that's, this is the reason why is because she's, she's easy to put yourself into. Yeah. But it's, it's, I feel like I prefer my fanfiction to be, like, still a little bit realistic as to, like, I what do the too. characters are like in the books. And so yeah. it's, like, I get mad when people ship her with, like, Dumbledore or like Snape or or like these like really weird ships and it, it just like it makes her act like completely different than like the character she is or even I feel like in some like Dramini fix or oh, don't say stuff some. like that <laughs> in like all of them it's like she's this very like submissive innocent like I think this doesn't is, know what she's doing the scope of this is larger that it's like fandom's problem with women 
Because yeah. even when, like, you see, like, um, like, slash fix with guys, when you see that, like, and, the, and it's, like, out of character stuff, it's, like, they're still, like, grounded in some, like, very deep core personality things even mm. if they're like acting wild and like whatever it's like grounded in something but it's like the minute you stick um a woman in like a woman-centered pair thick like it's gonna be rough because right. it's it's just like it's it's all like pornified mm. and it's not that i have a problem with like smut fix or anything like who cares but i it's like the problem with it is is that it's just like it's just there to be like hot and sexy submissive it's, woman it's there to be like what societal expectations have like put on women for like what their role in relationships is supposed to be in general i think it's just like a fantasy of 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 being with the guy yeah and it doesn't matter and the guy who, it the doesn't matter whoopsie daisy <laughs> <laughs> it cut off anyway of course <laughs> we were just saying, yeah we were just saying that like it the, the the point of it is to focus on the man right i feel like in like straight relationship fan fictions mm -hmm. it's like all about the dude and i don't see a lot of stuff about the girl and if it is about the girl it's like very submissive and self-inserty and even if they're not they will be right <laughs> it's not for long right it all that she changes. gets her power trip yeah so i don't know i just this is what i think it's like i appreciate and enjoy that like people are just being out there with their like I want to write self-insert fic. And they just do it. And they just do, like, you slash Draco Malfoy <laughs> or whatever. Or, like, OC slash whatever. Like, I just, I think that that's great. Like, if you want to put yourself and, like, build this character that you want to see that, like, is not in the series, I think that's, like, wonderful. But I yeah. think that a lot of the time it's, like, the, <laughs> the character like my development. Immortal. <laughs> yes, bitch! Like my immortal. Go, go, author of My Immortal. Can we do a podcast where we just talk about Please. My Immortal? Oh my god, that would be so good! Oh, I would love to do I that. We'll we have should. to, like, read it and take notes. It would be very serious. We have to have discussion questions. Yeah, we should do it. Oh my god, we're doing this! Okay, beautiful idea. Book club on My Immortal. <laughs> I fucking love it! Oh my god! I think we should do it. We're gonna do it! Let's do That's it. it. You have heard it here first. Get ready, because it's coming to you soon. <laughs> Anyway, not to, like, just, I don't want to just, like, sit and bag on stuff, but it's one of those things that, like, irks me. It's, like, when I open something, it's, like, the premise is really cool, and then I just read it, and it's, like, this flat woman. I want a good and powerful and beautiful woman, and I want her to be the person that I read in the story. Right. I'm here for Ginny. Show mm -hmm. me Ginny. I know. And, again, I, like, it's, like, I just think it's important to have those, like, core tenets of the character stay, no matter, like, what you throw them into. Mm -hmm. It's like, who are they? Right. Don't lose that. They're not a, they're not a sexy maid from Pornhub. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not. No. I'm sorry. Unless they want to be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I think that's a good topic. I don't think we've really talked about that much at all because we've barely talked about fanfiction yeah. and like ships and stuff. So. I just I just think that it is truly like a like fandom's problem with women, and I don't think that you you don't see this kind of stuff really happening with the man in those like straight mm -hmm. relationship fics, and you definitely don't see that in the like gay fanfics that you yeah you read on the daily right because e even in the like. Who caresiest of smut fix? Mm -hmm. It's still 
very accurate. Even when it's like they say it's out of character, I'm like, no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. But I don't sometimes get slutty Sherlock Hermione. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to end that on. Oh, God. Slutty Hermione. Slutty Sherlock Hermione. Ooh, this is a... Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a Katie one. Don't even get me started on Snape being Neville's biggest fear despite all the other traumas in his life. Don't even get Don't me even started. Get me started. I feel like this is always my, like, beef constant. Snape is bad because of this. Yes! <laughs> like, this is my default example. Yeah, how can you, how can you, how can you go against that? Like, if you want to defend Snape, which I don't because of his love for Lily and because of his protection of Harry and he hated James and so that's why he's bad to Harry. It's like, I don't agree with it, but fine, whatever. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But, like, you're taking a picture of me. <laughs> But, like, you cannot tell me that there is a reason for him to treat other students this way. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. It makes me so famous. What did he have against Neville? What's the point of that? I don't get it. I don't, I I don't, don't get like it. it. I just think it's truly horrible that that, that, that is, the, like, his, that it's his, his biggest fear. It's crazy to me. It's his teacher. It's crazy to it's me. It's his teacher. Like, despite everything else he's been through in his life, his parents being hospitalized because they were tortured into insanity by Voldemort's followers, his grand being really hard on him throughout his entire life, his family wanting him to, like, show signs of magic so they brought him out a window. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, like, that year is the year that, like, everyone's scared of Sirius. Yeah. And he's still scared of his teacher. More it's than, horrible. like, Bellatrix. <laughs> It's or Voldemort, or Sirius, or his grandma. Awful. It makes me so pissed. His teacher for one class. Yes. Oh, I can't deal. Oh, I can't deal. I know, I feel like I always have a million things to say, but we talk about this so much. Anytime Snape comes up doing anything, it's like every single book that we do... We end up talking about this. I know. It's like we're, we're just like, I have to talk about Snape all the time. Every every episode, we have to talk about how much we hate him. And I was he like, I, I can't. I know that he is such a, like, over-discussed subject in our podcast, but I just, like, I wanted him to be in this episode in some way. No, it's like Because you, it's the ultimate rant episode. You have to do it to, like, self-soothe. Yeah. <laughs> you have to talk like, about it to be calm. To God. To calm the rage inside me. Right. <laughs> I know it, it's it's like he's the number one thing I rant about in this series because I'm just like oh god his abuse is bad and I feel like the the way that he treats other students that are not Harry is like especially bad yeah he has no reason to hate Neville at all none whatsoever ugh Snape don't even get me started on Snape. Don't even get me started on Snape. I could, I almost put that, like, just don't even get me started on Snape. I know. Snape. Okay. This is another one of mine. Don't even get me started on Crimes of Grindelwald breaking the Harry Potter canon. Oh! <laughs> I have something like this Do in you? there. So, I'll avoid talking about whatever I wanted to talk about. No, I, honest, honestly, I was, I was so angry with McGonagall. Yes. Yes. Absolutely angry. Absolutely. She's not pissed. even alive. 
She's not even alive. She's not even alive. And you can't throw this, like, oh, it's just, like, a relative thing bullshit on me. Because if you read her backstory on Pottermore, that is not possible. No. So don't at me with that. Her dad was a muggle. (laughs) Don't at me with that. No, absolutely. No, there's no way. So bad. We've in talked canon, about this she's too, younger than Voldemort. Voldemort. And Voldemort is like just being born at where we're at in the story right now. It was just birthed. Like the the year that Crimes takes place. It's like that's his birth year, isn't it? Or very close to that point. At, I guess at the very beginning. I mean, I think that we see um, the first movie takes place in like November, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and then. Tim is born in December that year. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's like Voldemort's not even alive yet for the first Fantastic Beast. Yeah, no. He's like a, just an infant um, being left alone in a crib <laughs> during <God>. Crimes <laughs> of Grindelwald. So I don't understand why McGonagall's here, a full adult woman chasing after children. I know. Oh my god, that drove me nuts. And also, like, I feel like even if it was, like, timeline accurate, I feel like the way that she acts in that movie is not the way Stupid that McGonagall as hell. would act. McGonagall would not chase somebody through the corridors. I or silence a student with that spell. I don't appreciate the, like, the foot stamping of it all. Do you know I what know. I mean? It's yes. like that. That's, like, the only way I can think of it. It's just her being, like, and just, like, stamping her foot. Yes. Because she's just so fed up. It's that's like, not McGonagall. Hell I'm no. I'm not sorry. But that's not McGonagall. <laughs> I'm not sorry. And I feel like this is like another really small break in canon, but I was really crabby the first time I saw that Dumbledore was teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts. Oh, absolutely. Do you know that I've put that out of my mind so completely because I got so angry about it that <sighs> I just don't allow myself to think about it anymore? And I really thought for a second, like when I saw that movie for the first time, I was like, oh, I'm not going to be mad about this because when the ministry is like, you will no longer teach defense against the dark arts here and they like put the like spell like wrist binder things on mm-hmm. him or whatever his i was kind of like cuffs. oh so like that's that's when he's gonna become transfiguration teacher maybe but no they're just like banning him from being teacher at all did we get not the job back. did we not have like a fun little thing that was in um the newspaper thing from the first movie that was like um a, a newspaper like clipping of him writing about transfiguration was that not a part of it? Because I feel like that was a part of it. I feel like it was. Maybe. Oh, I well. don't remember. Just, yeah, I do, I do really hate that. And I get it that you want to, like, pick an iconic scene. But maybe you should have put more fucking iconic scenes with McGonagall in the original series. Yeah, the only time we really see her in class is when she's telling the, the origin story of the chamber. It's It's like they wanted to put an iconic scene to recreate... And then they wanted to, like, have an excuse to, like, throw that fucking baby in an underwater blanket at me for the millionth time. (laughs) That's what they wanted. Honestly, I'm amazed that they didn't, like, have him throw himself in front of it like Lupin so that we could see. I know. (laughs) Ariana. God. Do you think that's what it would be? (sighs) At that point? Shit, that's a conversation for another time. What would Dumbledore's Margaret be? Because we know it's in the mirror. We know it's in the mirror. We know it's in the mirror then and now. Yeah. Tragedy. God. <laughs> yeah, I don't Hot know. Hot and sexy tragedy. 
I mean, I feel like whenever people talk about that movie Breaking Canon, they talk about Credence being a Dumbledore at the end of that movie, but we don't know that that's actually true, so I'm not going to get mad about that yet. But there are some things that she did put in there that really break canon. I almost put thoughts on Nagini being in oh. Fantastic Beasts 2, but I think that's a conversation we've exhausted. I'm so. really trying to be hopeful and positive about it, but it's hard for me. I'm still pissed. I still look back at our um, podcast that we did where we were talking about just, like, the rumors that had come out about people, like, guessing that Claudia Kim was going to be Nagini, and we were both trash-talking that idea and being, like, I don't know, being, like, that's really stupid. I was absolutely pissed. I was so... I was so mad. I was so mad because I thought, oh, this is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Right. In my life. And then here we are. I have Nagini in a movie, and she's a Korean woman from Indonesia, <laughs> and I have to sit here and think about how the fuck this poor, sad woman is going to get murdered by being cleaved from the neck. <laughs> she is an evil demon snake that eats people whole she ate a teacher goodbye (laughs) i i can't anyway is it my turn to take one i think it is yes (laughs) oh my god oh this is one of mine this one has recently just been on my mind because i get pissed about it okay um Harry Potter marrying his mom. Yes. Ginny versus Lily. Like, what the oh hell? Oh, my God. I just wish they would have made more of a difference with Lily. Because I love Ginny. I love her arc. I love her whole thing. I, I know. just wish that they she would have, like, at least put a little bit of difference in there. I agree. I mean, we see that, like, Ginny is, like, a full 90s little badass bitch. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, really not afraid to speak her mind. But I'm sorry, 1970s women's movement, Lily Evans, how dare you? I know. Just, like, give me a little something. And I know that she's, like, I, we're about to get where we're seeing more stuff mm-hmm. with them. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I hate. But I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I remember her being, like, the same kind of like fiery whatever but like still like sexy and passive mm-hmm. and i'm just like whatever like make her a fun and interesting character like why do i have to witness harry potter marrying his mom i know and they make it even creepier by making it like they even look the same yes so it's literally like harry and Ginny together is like a mirror image of like james and lily hate because it. harry looks so much like his dad hate it like it just adds to it even more hate it yeah, it's it's bad. They say that that's a real thing, though, that people tend to marry people who remind them of their parents. I don't know how true that is. Makes me nervous. Harry doesn't even know his parents, so just I mean that. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, whether you ship Hinny or Dreary, it's true. Because <laughs> who the fuck else struts around that school? Oh, my God. <laughs> Draco isn't like a ginger. What? Oh, I understand. No, I do understand now. At least Draco has his. I was like, what does that have to do with anything? (laughs) Like, well, at least he doesn't have that against him. (laughs) But I understand. (laughs) 
I understand, I understand, I understand. God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Everybody has to mirror their parents. I don't get that. Like, Let them even, be their own person. Even Draco, like, it looks like Lucius. So, like, just, all right, ma'am. You I'm... don't have to be twins with your parents. Twinsies. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I just, I don't know why that's been on my mind lately. I think we talked about it on one of the podcasts recently, and I, I haven't I think stopped thinking too. about it. I know, it's something that I definitely, like, didn't realize the first several times I read the series. It's something that, like, I've noticed later. I know. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Why'd she do that? <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes. We have two more left. Womp womp. Okay. Don't even get me started on Harry and Ron becoming Aurors post <laughs> I hate it. We've talked it's about this dumb. for both of them. That, like, I don't understand then, like, what was the point of the DA if not to set Harry up to be a teacher? Right. And then also, like, that's such a stupid bad fit for Ron. I know. Oh, my God. After what we see in, like, Deathly Hallows with him just, like, not being cut out for that, like, life on the run, danger all the time. Like, right. whatever. He's, like, not... He wants to be with his family. I get it. It's like a 15-year-old fantasy of, like, this is my oh dream my job. Oh, my God. Hot cops. But, yeah, you, but don't like, have to, you don't have to, like, stick with that. No. You'd think that after everything Harry has been through that that would be the last thing he'd want. To have to, like, keep having to, like, wrangle up, like, Death Eaters that got away. Yeah. Or stuff like that. You know, like, you'd think he'd want to put that behind him and focus on something else. I mean, this is the same kind of thing, too, of, like, it's crazy to, like, put a decision like that on kids that young. To, like, ask a 15-year-old being, like, what career path do you want to pursue so we can get you taking the correct classes now? <laughs> like, right. That's really crazy. And I'm sure that there has to be more, like, training and schooling for certain jobs and whatever. So it's, like, setting you up to do, like, wizard college and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, don't you feel like you should just, like, well-round yourself out? I mean, I still think it's crazy to ask 18-year-olds to pick a major, which is basically, like, deciding their, like, financial job fate for the rest of their yeah, life. Yeah, agreed. It's it's like no one knows what they want to do. Or I know. No, I mean, some people do, but like a lot of people change their major in college and it's because they're being forced to make like a short, quick decision without That's really thinking about That's why I picked such it. like a, an easygoing, like just chill, it'll be fine for whatever major. Because I was like, I can't pick a career path, I'm a child! Right, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't even legally... Drink an alcohol. I know. <laughs> How dare you? I have not lived from like outside my parents' house ever. Yeah, you. My want mom me to make still a does my laundry, and you want me to tell you what I want to do for a job? <laughs> I had to. I had to learn how to work a front-loading washing machine for the first time in my life. Yeah. And you expect me to know what I want to do? Right. For work. Yeah, no. so to put that on 15-year-olds is absolutely crazy. Of course they want to be a fucking wizard cop. Of course they do. It's cool. They just met a bunch of you them. You know every single, like, boy in that school went into those meetings being like, I'm going to be an or because oh, it's be cool. a wizard cop. I just, and it's like they spent that whole summer, like, being around cool wizard cops who are doing cool, exciting stuff. Yeah. So, of course, they so want to be wizard cops. of course, they're going to be like, I want to be like Kingsley. Yeah. But Moody no. and Tonks. Tonks as well. So cool. I know. But, yeah. I hate it. 
it doesn't fit them. And I don't think Harry would want to keep living that life either. You I made don't... a good point saying that, like, Ron proved that that's not the life for him. Yeah. And, like, Harry, like, yeah, he would be good at it, but I don't think he would want it. And even if he did, he shouldn't have it. Right. It's not good for him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's got severe PTSD at the end of that war. That would be such a bad trigger for him. That's no good. I just, he wants to take a nap. Let him take a nap permanently from fighting evil. Plus, Hogwarts is his home, so, like, let him oh! go back there for a job. Let him get everything that Tim could not have. Let him eventually become the headmaster. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you think that would have been, like, excellent, though? Yeah. Him getting the job that Voldemort couldn't, that he just, like, succeeds and is so good. Right. Oh, my God. Lovely. Students would love going to school if they knew they were being Hell by yes, Harry they Potter. would. Are you kidding me? McGonagall would have hired him in a heartbeat, too. Yeah. He and Neville just like he's like tea He's in like the Lupin lounge. and Moody, like put into one. Like yes. the best, most favorite, coolest teacher. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Tragedy. I just want him and Neville like hanging out together at Hogwarts. Oh, my God. I feel like that would be the best thing ever. Having to be cool. Like co-workers with their teachers. <laughs> no, that's so funny. I love Harry it. Harry McGonagall becoming like teacher BFF. Ah, that's so good. I love it. He probably would have been like head of Gryffindor House. Yeah, because somebody needs a replacement. Yeah. Well, this is my fan fiction that I'm going to write. I now. know. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And this is the final one. This is mine. And you said, oh, we don't have to talk about it right now. But Katie, don't even get me started on the possibility of Credence being a Dumbledore. Oh, God. (laughs) If this is the truth, I will shit a brick. It's not. (laughs) The end. I will shit. Okay. End of podcast. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) No. (laughs) I will shit a brick. I can't. I'm going to no. need to wear a diaper to all the movies because <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Have you? No, yeah, it's a lie. It has to be a lie, right? Like, how does it even make sense? I can't. No. <laughs> the no. only way that I could maybe see it kind no. of sort of working out, but not really, is if his, like, obscurial is somehow attached to Ariana's and there's, like, a connection there. But even that doesn't make him a fucking Dumbledore by Please blood. God, it makes him a Dumbledore by, like, weird-ass black wispy smoke that lives in his body. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. No, I can't, and I refuse. I just think it is so stupid, and I think I think that, like, truly, when it is revealed that this is not the case, <laughs> I think it's a brilliant tactical move. Oh, yeah, it's, it's totally Gellert just, like, wanting to plant hate in him so that he can kill Dumbledore because Gellert can't do it himself. That's all it marriage. is. Because of the marriage. Okay, it is, like, my all-time, and I say this about every single text post that I talk about from Tumblr, somebody genius and beautiful did. Yeah. But the one that's, like, Credence saying, it's I, Aurelius, your brother. I know. And I have come to defeat you. And then just Albus going, Gellert, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. It's the fucking <laughs> funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Almost as I good. I that is, like, an actual scene. Almost Snippets as good from the as Hot Tom. Remember Hot Tom? Or 
the Tim, calling him Tim. Those are like yes. kind of my like top tier, and this is like right up there. Keller, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> because it's just so stupid and ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy. No, it's just Keller's. And I, I would not, I would not feel let down if it turns out to be a lie and a tactic. And I hope that like. I hope that nobody who is involved in making this movie is feeling like people will be let down if that's the case. Right. Like, I hope that this is not a part of the rewrite that, like, oh, well, people, you know, like, we gotta, like, really do something with this. Right. Like, I hope not, because I think that people are just gonna get more mad about the cannon breaking. Yeah. It's really unfortunate, and I don't care for it. It's like the parents were dead. Yeah. The parents were way dead. Dead in the way. Right. It's not possible. So it's there's just, there's no, possible. there's like, there's like truly no way, but I, I do get very nervous because Nagini did end up being a woman in this movie. I know. Like, that's why I can't just like totally disregard it and being like, no, it's not true. Of course it's not true. Because it's like, I didn't think Nagini was going to be true either. She and worries she me. She worries me. It's, it's like with JK Rowling, it's like at this point, you literally have no idea. She's gone off the deep end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's truly a nut. I just, yeah, I don't know. If it turns out to be true, I'll be so mad. But when it turns, I'm very nervous to, like, jinx us. I know. But when... We jinxed ourselves when, with Nagini. Shut up. <laughs> don't make me scared. <laughs> uh, when it turns out that this is just, like, a brilliant tactical move um, to have Creedence sacrifice himself for the greater good, I, I, will, I will be joyous. Yes. I will truly scream and then it can be a big at i told you so to all the people who freaked oh, out god please i know this is what i wanted to say is that like so when we were talking about the one that you wrote like i was so pissed so pissed and angry and pissed about mcgonagall but like that was that was the most extreme reaction that i had to a cannon break when they said that he was a dumbledore at the end of this movie and he blows up a mountain killing an entire village i <laughs> I laughed. Yeah. I, I remember watching. I was like, are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> are you serious right now? We went and saw this movie together. And I remember just turning to you and being like, what okay. the fuck? <laughs> I remember both of us were like stunned into laughter as the credits rolled. And everyone around us was like, oh, oh my God. Oh my, oh wow. Oh, what does this mean? And both of us were like, who in the hell? <laughs> yeah. Just like, we were laughing. We were hysterical. There was like nothing nothing else to do but be like what the fuck is going on and just laughing because it's so stupid i need to go back and listen to our podcast that was like our immediate reaction i think i'm gonna do that tonight i need to do that in the fan theories one because i want to hear the one about filch and the cat yes (laughs) oh my god well that's it (laughs) we did it folks we did it. It's 11.30 and I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Can I just go ahead and tease? Um, yes. There are, I think, really good, solid ideas that I'm excited about. and I But I really want to get on this book club thing. So can I just make an announcement here on the fly to you? Mm-hmm. That we will do three more episodes before Order of the Phoenix. Yes. And I'm going to announce them now. Officially, we're doing a My Immortal Book Club. Yes. <laughs> Please and thank you. We will do the Crimes of Grindelwald commentary track. Yes. Because we've been talking about it and we need to retire it by doing it with a commentary track. Mm-hmm. And 
one that I'm really excited for that I did hint at is that we are going to come to the table completely separately with our own rewrites of the Cursed Child play. Mm-hmm. Ah! They're yes. going to be so fun. So I think we're going to, like, end these ones off with a bang. Like, these have all been fun and games, but, like, these are going to be some, like, good... Right. Good ones. Good, I'm really pumped good, about ones. it. And then once we are done with that, we will do... Book club! Book club! Finally. So. We're into the fatties. <laughs> so, by the time we get to, like, Oh, November, don't say it. Nope, don't say it. Don't make promises. <laughs> don't make promises. Oh, my God. By Christmas time, we will have started <laughs> Order of the Phoenix. Thank you. That is totally acceptable. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited to read that book, though. I have been craving it. Why does, in my mind, like, I completely block out, like, the entire last, like, four chapters of that book? I do, too, every time. I, I have zero memory of, it's like, It's like, the... as soon as they arrive at the ministry, yes! I'm like, I don't know what happens. I remember zero of what happens in that book. I'm really excited. Okay. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MyrtleBathPod. Send us emails, MyrtleBathPod at gmail.com. Like we have said before, we are going to be doing book club again eventually. And these last three books do not have a lot of discussion questions online for us to find. So please, 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 if there are specific things about these books that you want to make sure that you hear us talk about, send them our way. And we will absolutely like include your guys' questions and talk about your subjects for these books. Yes. So give us give us like discussion topics with these books. Yeah. You can tweet them to us. DM us on Instagram. Email us, whatever. Email us, whatever works for you. Leave them in a review on iTunes. Yeah, do Or it. just rate and review on iTunes in general. We have three ratings on iTunes right now. <laughs> Thank you to the three of you who have done that. Thank we you appreciate very you. We love you. Please reach out so we know who you are and can say hi. Yes. And um, share with friends and family and people that you know that still like Harry Potter in the year of our Lord 2019. Yes. <laughs> a hard feat with everything else that's going on. Oh, my God. Um, and I would just like to special shout out. I'm not going to because I don't want to embarrass anybody. Um, but thank you to the people who have um, interacted with us on Twitter. You make our days. Yeah, You're beautiful that's and so special. Fun. We love getting, like, responses and comments and stuff. If so. you have ever talked to us on Twitter, this is specifically to you. I'm going to get in real sultry, real close to the mic. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week. I promise we're not going anywhere. Nope. We don't know what we're doing, but we will be back. <laughs> <laughs> we love you so much. Thank you for listening. Bye.